0: and we're all not gonna solve climate change ourselves. And I think the more interesting point to look at is this tension that the campaign brings to the forefront. The why is it so difficult to communicate about climate change to your average Joe, consumer, etc. Why is it so difficult to make climate change relatable? And yes, funny. I have a sense of humor, you have a sense of humor, most people have senses of humor. And when I first saw the ad, I'm gonna be honest, I laughed. I thought it was actually really funny. Because for me, it felt like a release, and I'll tell you why. Hi. welcome back to the podcast um do your nipples ever get cold mine get colds. okay anyway hey friends welcome back to the podcast today i'm gonna be talking about well let me back up so i know that i teased you guys and i wow my miami accent's really out right now I'm sorry, I don't know where she came from. I'm still working on my podcast voice. Um, anyway, so welcome to Hot Topic Numero Dose. I know that I had said that I was going to do one of these every Sunday, but I'm going to be honest, your girl is busy. Um, I'm just kidding. No, my October was really busy, and I think doing these once a month is more spicy so this is the hot topic for november i honestly cannot believe it's already november thanksgiving is right around the corner and lucky for y'all i have lots of good content planned and i hope you all are doing well this lovely sunday i am recording this on friday so you know, hopefully, none of you guys have the Sunday scaries, but if you do, I'm here for you. Let me know if you need anything. Um, so, hot topic number two is about a little thing called nipplegate. So, as many or maybe some of you haven't heard, um, Kim Kardashian has recently been involved in the trenches of climate controversy for her new product um for skins and this product is a bra a push-up bra that has faux nipples that always make you look perky and chilly even when it's hot outside (laughs) um so, kind of getting into the meat of the controversy, the ad campaign has garnered much controversy with climate media outlets, providing space for and against the campaign. In the ad for the new bra, as I kind of just said, Kardashian says in a um, you know kind of sarcastic way, the sea levels are rising, the ice sheets are shrinking, and I'm not a scientist, but I do believe everyone can use their skill set to do their part. That's why I'm introducing a brand new bra with a built-in nipple, blah, blah, blah. So as Forbes and a bunch of different outlets have outlined, Skims is a multi-billion dollar company and 10% of their sales for this specific product will go towards 1% for the planet, which for those of you who don't know, that is Patagonia's spin off nonprofit, which was started in 2002. And to be honest, 1% has a really good reputation. They do a lot of good um, and have done a lot of good over the years. But <clears throat> as many environmentalists have pointed out, Skims itself has a poor track record, both environmentally and socially. The products are mostly fossil fuel based. This specific bra, as Earthrise poignantly points out, has spandex and nylon, which, you know, comes from fossil fuels. And using good old trusty, good on you data, Kim herself has faced backlash in the past. For those of you who remember that really controversial clip that went viral about her saying people need to get off their asses and work, but she as a business owner doesn't pay her workers a living wage or rather there's no evidence um, that she does and you know with all of that being said I actually didn't want to use this episode to dwell on the efficacy and the ethics of the campaign or the bra or even Kim, but I actually wanted to focus more on the waves that it has created. You know, I was thinking about how I wanted to talk about this, and I think the more interesting conversation is about climate communication. The good, the bad, and the Kim. You know, the reality is, as Kim points out in the campaign, we're not all climate scientists. We're not all climate professionals we're not all climate advocates and we're all not going to solve climate change ourselves and i think the more interesting point to look at is this tension that the campaign brings to the forefront the why is it so difficult to communicate about climate change to your average joe consumer etc why is it so difficult to make climate change relatable and yes funny. I have a sense of humor. You have a sense of humor. Most people have senses of humor. And when I first saw the ad, I'm going to be honest, I laughed. I thought it was actually really funny. Because for me, it felt like a release. And I'll tell you why. It felt like that point in a horror movie when there's a funny moment after a jump scare and I'm not one of those people that watches horror movies. I hate horror movies. I sweat. I crawl into a little hole. It's not my thing. But when I do watch them, I love when there's a funny scene, something that can make me just be like, ah, we're okay. And I think the reality is climate change is scary. I don't know about y'all, but it's scary okay i have eco anxiety and as someone in the space doing this work daily and constantly reading the negative headlines that are genuinely horrifying having a laugh is actually therapeutic and that's why i had the lovely katie tutrone on this podcast who is making a career out of making climate change more relatable and funny sometimes. And I think we need to hold space for this. I think we can talk about the science, we can talk about the finance, we can talk about the gravity and the seriousness, but we can also hold space for humor. Humor plays a really important role in our society. I mean, I'm an avid watcher of SNL. I don't know about you guys. And just like SNL, which spoofs about politics and climate change, I think, we need to hold more space for it because humor has a really, you know, I remember listening to Dualipa's podcast with Trevor Noah about the, like, what humor does for us as a society and the kinds of conversations that we can actually leverage when we use humor. It is a way for people to break barriers it's a way for people to connect it's a way for people to emote so it plays a really important role in the climate conversation and quite frankly i feel that without it we're doomed we you know i consider myself a climate optimist and i know a lot of my colleagues a lot of people in this space also consider themselves climate optimists and so I think we can learn something from this ad campaign. And really the crux of it is how we sell something and how we communicate. No, I'm not advocating for overconsumption or even consumption of skims to begin with. But maybe something we need to get a little bit more savvy at for those of us in this space is how do we sell climate change to the masses? How do we really get people to connect and understand this. And I know that a lot of youth, a lot of my Gen Zers already get it. So maybe that's not the people we need to be selling to. But I think climate change is about selling and connecting the solutions to people who quite frankly, maybe just have never seen it in that light before because it's always been so dense and academic and very hard to relate to you know the numbers only get you so far it's it's that you know human storytelling aspect that really connects people and so I hope that this episode has sparked a different perspective for people Um, because I really think that if we continue to perpetuate negativity we're never going to get anywhere and we need to be collaborative and creative and think outside the box, even if that means leveraging humor. So I really hope that you guys connect with me and we're able to relate to some of this. You know, a lot of these conversations can be heavy and I would love to hear from you all what, what kinds of ways can we make this Equally humor some, but also get to the bottom of the issue. Um, uh, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love for you guys to talk back and either send voice notes, DM me on Instagram at Palma underscore collective on IG. Thanks so much for listening. Again, please like and subscribe. Share this if you thought this was really interesting. And yeah, have a great week. Um, I'm sad to say this is also the last episode of season two. This, you know, I've been breaking up my seasons really based on the seasons, which is ironic. I had, I started this podcast in summertime, and season two was like fall, beginning of winter. And I have a lot of fun things planned for season three which is last season of this year. And then I'm going to be taking a break and resting and relaxing and hopefully getting ready for some more stuff. So thanks so much for listening. Have a great rest of your week. And yeah, see you later.